Do you all recall how that one song goes? Do you remember the 21st of September? Well, I think in a month's time, we'll be saying that about Shane Beamer and the Gamecocks in the month of November. You are Locked On Gamecocks, your daily podcast on the South Carolina Gamecocks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Gamecock Nation, and welcome back to the Locked On Gamecocks Podcast. I'm Andrew Lyon, the host of this podcast and a staff writer for Gamecocks Digest over on SI.com. Thank y'all so much for making the Lockdown Gamecocks podcast your first listen or watch for your team here today. We are free and available both on YouTube and wherever you get your audio podcasts daily. Today's show is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKDOWNCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Happy Friday morning, everybody. I hope that you're all having a great week so far. I'm feeling really good today, feeling really energized for today's show. And to start off today's show, I want to sort of take a big picture look at the month of November because I got a bold prediction that I'm going to make. And I know that when I make this prediction, some of y'all are going to have a lot of eye rolls in response to it. But I truly believe that South Carolina is going to sweep the month of November and qualify for a bowl game. When I make this prediction, there's a few different things that are going through my mind. One, yes, I understand South Carolina is a 2-6 and six football team. No matter the competition they've played at this point, there's nothing they can do to change about that. And if they just have one slip up, then this prediction is basically null and void, and I'm going to be clipped, and it's going to be posted all over social media, and I'm going to have people say that I don't know what I'm talking about. I understand that completely. I know that this is a very risky prediction to make based on what we've seen from this football team this year. But I do also believe that people's opinions of this football team have sort of been magnified by the record. And what I mean by that is this. I think people are choosing to just look at that 2-6 and six record and say that that is indeed what South Carolina is, a 2-6 and six football team. And again, I know that that is quite literally what the record says. But South Carolina has also played some really doggone good competition. And the thing that I look back on when it comes to the first two-thirds of this 2023 season for Shane Beamer and the staff is there's not a single game that I can recall off the top of my head where South Carolina got completely blown out. And I know that y'all's objective of getting blown out might differ from what my definition of it is. But the way I look at getting blown out is essentially when it got to late in the third, early in the fourth quarter of a football game, a football team basically had no chance of winning. If that is the case at that point, then I think that you can count that as being blown out. Numerically, you could say it's, you know, 21 plus points, whatever you want to say. The North Carolina game, the Missouri game, the Texas A&M game, all games away from home, the Georgia game even, South Carolina was still in the ball game early in the fourth quarter. They weren't getting blown out. Now, I know in some games it might have felt like that the score differential was way higher than it actually was, but South Carolina was just a couple plays away from either getting back into the game completely or even possibly tying the football game. That's not getting blown out. 
despite the fact they're two and six, this team hasn't exactly played like your prototypical two and six football team. So my point is, I don't think that the record is completely indicative of how the team has actually played in some of these games this season, even the ones where, yes, they did wind up going in the loss column at the end of the day. Here's the other thing that we got to remember, and I already alluded to this earlier in the week. South Carolina is not facing an absolute gauntlet this last month of the season. Now, yes, there's a couple teams on here that, on paper, they're pretty solid. Jacksonville State is one that we'll obviously talk about as the show goes on today. Kentucky currently, I believe, has a 5-3 and three record. The Clemson Tigers, I know that they're 4-4. Four and four. I know it's very easy and fun to poke at them right now. Um, but the Tigers do still have some talented players on their football team as well. So I'm not saying by any means that this is going to be easy to pull off. I don't want to be misconstrued as saying that. But every single one of those football teams has a glaring hole or glaring holes that South Carolina can work to exploit. You look at Kentucky and Clemson. The Kentucky Wildcats, they pride themselves on being able to run the football and play good defense, right? Well, on paper this year, Kentucky is not as good defensively when it comes to defending the pass. What is South Carolina's biggest strength this year? Arguably, it is their passing game on offense and their quarterback in Spencer Rattler, especially when he is playing in Williams-Brice Stadium. Are we going to bet against that in the second to last week of the season? I don't think that we're going to in that case. The Clemson Tigers, they have had obviously a litany of issues that have maybe surfaced or that are starting to be recognized by their program this football season. Their offense, sometimes it's hard to figure out what exactly it is they're trying to do. And defensively, they still got some studs on that side of the ball. No question about that. But it doesn't feel like they're getting maybe the most out of that unit at all times. And also, Clemson, like I also mentioned at some point earlier this week, they could be fighting for a bowl game just like South Carolina by the time the Palmetto Bowl rolls around. That is a lot of pressure for that football team that they're not used to having. And to top it all off, they don't want to lose in back-to-back years to South Carolina, and the game is taking place in Williams-Brice Stadium. A lot of the pressure is going to be on Clemson. Now, South Carolina's going to have pressure, too, in that game. I'm definitely not saying that. But Clemson's going to have a lot more because of what all the expectation has been of their program for the past several years. And then we look at Vanderbilt and Jacksonville State. I mean, Vanderbilt, I actually am seeing some people saying that South Carolina is going to lose to Vanderbilt. And I get it. Vanderbilt has defeated South Carolina at some point in the past. That was about 14 or 15 years ago, the last time that they did it. Even in South Carolina's worst years over the past decade and a half, they've always beaten Vanderbilt. It is at home. Vanderbilt, I think, right now is also sitting at two wins. And I can promise you, they've not faced anywhere near as difficult of a schedule as South Carolina's faced. So just because they both have two wins right now does not mean that they're the same football team or that Vanderbilt actually has a good chance to beat South Carolina. Okay? Jacksonville State, final team I'll dive into before we really get into the game itself. Yes, they are 7-2. Again, if you just looked at the records, people would probably say Jacksonville State's going to win the football game. This is their first year as an FBS football program. That means that last year, they were playing FCS competition pretty much the entire football season. This year, 
They've been facing, basically, Group of Five competition, and I believe a little bit of FCS competition at the same time. They have yet to play a Power Five opponent this year. And say what you want about this team's deficiencies. Say what you want about this team's weaknesses. But as I will go on throughout this show, you will quickly see where I'm going with this. Just because the records are almost completely flip-flopped for both of these teams, and SAFCON's got the worst record, I don't think that means that you have got to worry about this football game. South Carolina, based on the betting odds, and based on what they've got with their football team as a staff on paper, they should still win this football game. And I think they're going to. And I think that they are going to sweep the month of November. I think they're going to run the table. And I think that they will qualify for a bowl game. And if they manage to do that, despite everything that's happened up to this point this season, it will be one of the better in-season coaching jobs that Shane Beamer has performed up to this point in his tenure. And by the way, while I know that at this point people are throwing out the track record aspect of Shane Beamer's 2023 season, the last couple of years do show that, look, in the month of November, South Carolina does show up for the games that they need to show up in. And guess what? South Carolina, again, they can't afford to have an off day. Not this November. They've got to execute and perform every single Saturday if they want to make it to a bowl game. I think the team understands that. I know sure as heck the coaches understand that. And I think that they got a great chance to pull it off. Matter of fact, I think they're going to. So I wanted to start today's show with that and... Hope that maybe that gets y'all a bit fired up, but trust me, I fully believe in it. I know that some of y'all believe in it as well. And if they're going to pull this off, it's all going to start with Jacksonville State on Saturday in the Battle of the Gamecocks. So what does South Carolina need to do on both sides of the ball to make sure that they win this football game on Saturday? We're going to dive into that in just a couple moments right here on Locked on Gamecocks. Today's show is brought to you by Game Time. Now, South Carolina fans, they are some of the best in the country. This fan base has been known for selling out a lot of home games over the past year and a half or so, especially. And this weekend, I think there's a possible chance that might not happen. I haven't seen any official announcement yet of the game being sold out. But I also know that some of you, you know, you're still on the fence of, you're not happy with how things have been going this season, but you still don't want to miss out on the football game on Saturday. And if you're worried about possibly, you know, not being able to get a last-minute ticket, you don't have to because Game Time is going to have you covered. All you got to do is download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. Welcome back to this Friday edition of the Lockdown Gamecocks podcast, where we cover your team every single day. And as always, a big thank you to each and every one of you everydayers who make the Lockdown Gamecocks podcast your first watch or listen every single day. Now let's dive into the keys to victory for South Carolina in their upcoming game against the Jacksonville State Gamecocks. Let's start off with the offensive side of the ball. Talked about this on our Thursday show. Jacksonville State is a football team that in terms of their actual personnel, there's not necessarily a particular defender 
that stands out as a guy that South Carolina has just got to look out for on every single play, no matter what the formation or call is throughout this football game. They don't have that dude on that side of the football. Jacksonville State doesn't. But what they do have is a good defensive coordinator who understands how to scheme up ways to put his players in the best position to make plays. This is a defense that definitely is a team-oriented defense in terms of their strategy. They love to bring a lot of pressure. They like to blitz, especially on first down. Their goal is to get you behind the sticks and put you in very uncomfortable situations. And for South Carolina's offense this season, that has been an issue for them. If they have not succeeded on early downs, typically they wind up eventually jogging off the field just a couple minutes later. So the key to this victory, the key to victory for this offense on Saturday is you got to win on first down. Win on first down and almost just as importantly, Avoid going three and out in this matchup because as I'm going to talk about in a second, this is a Gamecock offense from Jacksonville State that also loves to go fast. They're the second fastest offense in the country in terms of how quickly they line up and they snap the football right after a play is dead. So do not do what you did this past Saturday against Texas A&M, especially in the second quarter. And put your defense in a bunch of really tough situations. Help them out a little bit. And at the very least, if you don't score, fine. But at least make sure that you're not going off the field after like a minute or two. Do that for the defense. And you'll give yourself a much better chance of winning this matchup. Now defensively speaking, for the Gamecocks of South Carolina. You gotta do the little things right in this football game. This is a game where... Your fundamentals have got to be there from the opening kickoff all the way until the clock hits triple zeros. Again, talked about this yesterday. This Jacksonville State offense is an offense that is essentially a carbon copy of spread option offenses from like 2013-2014. They're going to be in the shotgun all the time. They are going to run a lot of zone and gap run run plays. They're going to also use option. Their quarterback is a big part of their ground game, Zion Webb. They're going to use run pass options. They've even got some triple option plays where he can run out to the edge and look like it's basically a read option, but then at the last second, he throws it out wide to a wide receiver as the triple or the third option in that play. They are going to do a lot of those things to try and basically see if they can find a crease, see if they can get in open space, and also basically test your eye discipline, especially up front. And this is a South Carolina defense that even though they have played a bit better over the past six quarters of play, if we look at the entire season, especially at South Carolina's linebacking court, they have struggled at times in terms of putting themselves in the wrong position, almost taking themselves out of the play completely and having their eyes in the wrong spot. This is not a game where you can afford to have that happen, especially on multiple occasions. Because if you do, before you know it, Jacksonville State gets a first down. The running back hands the referee the football. They're lining back up and within 10, 12 seconds, they're running their next play. And now all of a sudden you find yourself back on your heels trying to catch your breath. And before you know it, they drive down the field in three minutes and score. This Gamecock defense cannot afford to let that kind of cycle unleash itself 
in this matchup on Saturday afternoon. So, do the little things right, and everything else will take care of itself. If you do that, if you're a part of Clayton White's defensive unit, then I think that you will be all right. Jacksonville State will probably have at least a drive or two, and maybe one early, where they're going to drive down the field and they're going to score. And fans, especially if it happens at the beginning of the football game, are not going to be happy about that. But I think that as long as you keep everything in front of you, you're going to be just fine if you're Clayton White's defense. So with all that bearing in mind, do I think that the South Carolina Gamecocks are going to win this battle of the Gamecocks on Saturday afternoon? I'll give you all my final thoughts on this game in just a few moments. Today's show was also brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is really simple and easy to play because you can make picks and submit your entry in less than a minute. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app out there. I looked, of course, at South Carolina's upcoming game against the Jacksonville State Gamecocks for my pick today, and my pick is that. I think South Carolina quarterback Spencer Rattler is going to throw for more than 259 and a half passing yards. Spencer Rattler has been dominant at home this season, and I believe that he's eclipsed around 280 to 300 yards in every single home game that he has played to this point. So quite frankly, in my opinion, uh, this is easy money right here. If you believe so as well, go to prizepicks.com slash college and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepicks.com slash college and promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Welcome back to today's edition of the Lockdown Gamecocks podcast, where we cover your team every single day in just 30 minutes. All right, let's get into my final thoughts for this game and my final prediction as a whole. I have talked about this sort of throughout today's show. I know that, again, some people look at the records for both these teams. They look at the fact Jacksonville stays led by Rich Rodriguez, and they immediately think, oh, no. This is setting up to be my worst nightmare as a Gamecock fan. South Carolina's two and six. They got to win out to go to a bowl game. And now they got to face arguably one of the best group of five teams in the entire country for the 2023 season, whose mascot name happens to be the Gamecocks. And they're led by Rich Rod. Can see all the jokes just flying on social media on Sunday afternoon. I, I know all of that is going through your head, right? But again, We've got to keep in mind, Jacksonville State, it is their first year as an FBS football program. They've not been tested like South Carolina has to this point in the year. By a long shot, they have not been tested. They have faced only a couple teams that I would say could really compete for four quarters against South Carolina. Teams like Coastal Carolina, Liberty, and Western Kentucky. In each and every one of those football games, the reoccurring thing was that this offense for Jacksonville State struggled. I believe the most points that they scored in either of those three games was 20. A far cry from the 28, 30-plus points that they're used to scoring in all of their other games in this Rich Rod offense. I think that this is going to be a game where South Carolina, they're going to play one of their most complete games 
since essentially the Furman game, I actually back in week two, I can't believe I have to go back that far into the season. It has been that kind of year for the Gamecocks. But I think offensively, this is going to be a fireworks show from Spencer Rattler and the rest of this unit. I don't think that, again, Jacksonville State's got enough hosses on the defensive side of the ball to make enough havoc plays take place in the backfield on Saturday. I think that South Carolina, this is an offense that is built on explosive plays. They're getting healthier for Sean Lee's back in this lineup. Kaysen Henry is going to be returning for the first time since week one against the North Carolina Tar Heels, or at least I should say he will be available for this game. Amari Brown's going to be back. Xavier get apparently is healthier this week. So South Carolina's getting some guys back, and some guys are getting healthier ahead of this really important stretch here in November. I think that you're going to see a bunch of guys get the football. I think you're going to see a bunch of guys score touchdowns in this football game. And defensively speaking, again, I know that they've had their struggles this year. In the last six quarters, however, outside of the second quarter against Texas A&M, or excluding that quarter, they have given up 19 points. And that's it. And that was against two really good SEC football teams away from Williams-Brice Stadium. Now they're coming back home, and they're facing a group of five team that, well, yes, on record, on paper, they're pretty solid for the level of competition. But they don't play teams with South Carolina's talent every Saturday. South Carolina is going to win this game, and in my opinion, they're going to win this game comfortably. South Carolina, my final score is the Gamecocks are going to win, obviously, but it's the South Carolina Gamecocks that are going to win 45-20 over Jacksonville State. So I think that Champion of the Gamecocks get back on track on Saturday. I think that they will move to 3-6 and six on the year. And I think it will give them definitely a much-needed confidence boost ahead of another important game against the Vanderbilt Commodores in Week 11. Do you agree with my prediction of the Gamecocks running the table in the month of November? Do you think that South Carolina is going to win this matchup comfortably on Saturday. What are your keys to victory? Or do you think I'm just absolutely crazy and I just really pushed you off the ledge with how I went about today's show? Let me know your thoughts down below in the comments section if you watch today's show on YouTube or shoot me a direct message on Twitter at ALIAN underscore SC if you listen to today's show on an audio podcast app. But as always, thank you all so much for tuning in. Have a great rest of your Friday. And I'll be sure to catch y'all on the next show of the Locked On Gamecocks podcast.